This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get updated on the Kansas City Chiefs and let's bring in Alex Gold now. He is host of That Betting Show on 610 AM in Kansas City and also a BetQL host. So he knows what he's talking about when it comes to gambling in general. Alex, let's start by saying this. Last year, you came on our show during the preseason and said, stop sleeping on the Chiefs. We know all of the cool headlines have been coming from the other teams in the division where everybody wanted to take a chance on the Broncos, on the Chargers, but you said that's the best quarterback and head coach combo in the division. So why would you not put your money there? So I wanted to give you your flowers when it came to the preseason predictions, but now... The Chiefs are favored to win the division. Minus 160 favorites uh, favorites to win the AFC West. Are there any sabotage factors that we don't see as people who are not following the Chiefs as closely as you do? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, great to be on with you guys again. I- I'll-, I'll say this about the division. To me, it- it's worse than what it was going into last season because last season, at least, there was still this idea maybe that, all right, Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos were going to kind of push things a little bit forward in that division. It's going to be the toughest division in football. That was the narrative around it. Well, we we saw how things panned out for the Broncos, and even with Sean Payton, who is a massive upgrade at head coach, I think the Raiders are worse heading into the season. They downgraded to me at quarterback with Derek Carr going to the New Orleans Saints. The Chargers, we'll see if if Kellen Moore uh, is going to be the difference maker offensively. The Chargers are really still the only team I think you have to – keep an eye on in the AFC West outside of Kansas City. And, and that is still a big question mark because of the injury history there. Uh, your faith may be in Brandon Staley, at least my faith in Brandon Staley as a head coach. Yeah, Alex, I want to stick with the the divisional theme. I think one of the craziest stats in the NFL is the fact that Mahomes still hasn't lost a divisional road game. Do you think that <laughs> right. has the potential <laughs> to happen this year do you think the broncos the chargers or the raiders could finally beat mahomes uh at home it's wild it's not not even just the roads road games that you mentioned but he's 27 and 3 against the afc west across the board whether it's home or away so far it is first part of his nfl career which is just a ridiculous record to start out with Uh, if there's one team i'll I'll go back i I know i mentioned the chargers to me uh the, the chargers have been playing the chiefs over the last seven years of this AFC West run, tougher than anybody else in the division. I mean, even if you go back to last year, that week two game to open up uh, the season at home, at least for Kansas City, you know, Justin Herbert's basically playing with broken ribs. The Chiefs needed a a pick six from a rookie cornerback that was a seventh-round draft pick in order to really win that football game. So it's not as if 
you know, the Chargers have been getting blown out by the Chiefs on a yearly basis. However, the division's been wrapped up pretty early on the season. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to happen at some point. I don't, I don't think it's going to be the Raiders. To me, it's, it's the Chargers or Broncos. But the Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs in about 11 tries. So I think if, we're, if you're going to pinpoint a particular team, really the only threat is Justin Herbert and the Chargers, and it's just simply because of Justin Herbert and is clearly the second-best quarterback in that division. Right. The Chargers have been good at covering the number, at least, against the Chiefs because usually that spread is still pretty big despite uh, the Chargers always playing them closely. But it's hard to find value on the Kansas City Chiefs this year because they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl. They're the favorites to win the AFC. Their win total is 11.5. Have you gone digging for value on any of these futures bets when it comes to the Chiefs? Or are all of these just too heavily juiced? You know, so for me, I'm staying away from the divisional bets. I know it's still under minus 200, and, and obviously once you get above there, and you, they, it, it's something you just got to pass on. You mentioned minus 160, minus 165. Even though I feel very confident they're going to win this division, I just, I, I'm not going to lay minus 160. To me, there's two bets I'm willing to make in the futures market right now for Kansas City. One is the win total. I mean, they haven't won fewer than 12 games with Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. And Andy Reid, even go back to the Alex Smith days, he was winning, uh, with the exception of, I believe, three seasons over 11 games, even with Alex Smith. Uh, so to me, you can lock in 12 wins. I don't care what the schedule layout is. It doesn't matter. They're, they, they, the, the path to get to 12-plus wins might look different every year, but if we were to hit the fast-forward button to January, they're going to have 12, 13, 14 wins. So that's the bet that I, that I have already made here. Uh, and then the AFC, not, not the Super Bowl where they're the favorites, but the AFC – is one at, I believe it's at plus 300 right now. That's another bet that I'm willing to make. It's the Chiefs, it's the Bengals, it's obviously Buffalo. I think the Jets are an interesting team this year. But those are the only two futures bets that I'm willing to make. I'm not even really willing to do a Super Bowl bet at plus 600 or so. It's not something that, that interests me. So it would just be the, the conference bet and a win total bet. Alex, what are you expecting from Kadarius Toney in his first full year with the team, especially with Juju Smith-Schuster gone? We know Kelsey's the number one target for Mahomes, and MVS is probably the number one receiver on the depth chart. But it just feels like in an Andy Reid offense with Tony's speed, his first full year there, is he kind of the guy that people in Kansas City seeing as maybe the breakout player potentially for this upcoming season? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's all about the injuries. That's what it's about for him because otherwise, absolutely, that's the guy. That's the guy that the team publicly has been pushing as as someone they really believe is the number one wide receiver for this year's team. We just did an exercise on on our show locally here yesterday going through the the five or six wide receivers and trying to break down the yardage. If you think Mahomes is going to throw for 5,000, how do you get to 5,000? You lose, as you mentioned, Juju Smith-Schuster, who had about 975. You lose McCole Hardman, who missed a lot of time last year and had 300 yards or less. So how do you how do you get to 5,000? And I think you know someone like Kadarius Tony doesn't have to be a thousand yard receiver because 
as you highlighted, Travis Kelsey is going to get you 1250 or or 1300. I think Kadarius Tony has a chance to be an 850 plus yard receiver this year, but he's got to play in more than 11 or 12 games, which has been a huge issue for him due to the injury history. Um, but I, I, I like the idea of him getting a full off season now. <clears throat> excuse me, guys, in full off season with this offense and Andy Reid. Uh, but my my big concern, the only hurdle to me for him getting uh, above 800 yards is if he only plays in 11 or 12 games. If you can promise me right now that he's playing in 15 uh, or more, then I, I think he's got a chance to be well over 800 yards receiving and be the number one wide receiver. I mean, it's hard not to get excited when you see some of the glimpses that we, we were able to witness last year of his athleticism, and then you mix it in with Patrick Mahomes and then the great offensive mind of Andy Reid. Uh, that, that's the guy I think they really want to be the number one wide receiver. The one thing that will potentially prevent it is just his injury history. All right, Alex, since you're in Kansas City and it's baseball season, got to ask you about the Royals. doesn't feel like a fun topic, but from a betting standpoint, is there any way to at least make money on the Royals? Any trends you've noticed? You know what? They have been absolutely brutal, as you've highlighted. It's the third year now before (laughs) Memorial Day where they're 20 games under 500. I mean, it's been pathetic Uh, to this point. It's hard for us to even talk about them on a regular basis locally. As far as betting, you know, I, I kind of pick my spots. I, I don't know if there's necessarily a trend other than, hey, they haven't won three games in a row at all this season. So if if, if you if you want to get an opportunity heading into a third game of, of a two-game winning streak, which hasn't been that often for them, there, there's maybe a, a trend you can keep on uh, heading into. I, the only hitter that I trust at all in this offense right now is either Salvador Perez or Vinny Pasquantino. So if you think there's some good value on a given night with a pitching matchup on uh, Vinny Pasquantino to hit home run like he did uh, last night, those are the only guys that I'm really willing to, to try to put some money on. They're just a really tough team to bet on unless you're going to uh, just frankly fade them on a pretty regular basis. Alex, if it's cool, I'd love to ask you a college basketball question because obviously K-State and Kansas are, are both playing pretty well. Kansas had that big addition with Hunter Dickinson. They should have a loaded team. Like, Do you think the Jayhawks, Bill Self's got another great chance to win a title this upcoming season? Well, you know what's weird about this team is the the turnover. I mean, if you go back, a a team last year that, of course, lost to Arkansas in the second round of the tournament, and how many new faces they're going to have. A couple by way of the draft. We know Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick, for example. But but then they they ran some guys out of the program to kind of turn this roster over. Really, it's it's, going to be DeWan Harris, K.J. Adams, and then Hunter Dickinson as the three main options for that team offensively. I think by getting Hunter Dickinson, they went from being – a team, in my opinion, that uh, can compete in the Big 12 and maybe get to an Elite Eight to a national title contender automatically. Uh, to me, I know Duke, I think at last check, you guys can check me if I'm wrong, is still the favorite. But to me, KU might as well be the favorite at this point in time to win the championship. Um, I, I think Hunter Dickinson, you could chalk up 20-10 and 10 on a pretty regular basis. And, and it's the great thing about the transfer portal. There's not this unknown of bringing in a five-star recruit and, okay, let's see how does he pan out. There's always busts. You know what you're getting. We don't have to do some mystery with Hunter Dickinson. So, no, I think instantly uh, that was the biggest get uh, that Bill Self obviously had in the transfer portal, and it's going to go down as one of the biggest recruiting efforts that then they, they've been able to come up with in his time at Kansas. So, absolutely, they're in play to once again uh, cut down the nets. Right. It feels like it every single year. All right, last one from me, Alex. Open-ended here. You're on BetQL, so I'm imagining that you're making bets just about every day. 
Do you have anything that you're eyeing today, whether it's in baseball, whether it's in basketball? Do you have a good read on this Heat-Celtics matchup? So I'm going I'm to keep rolling with Eric Spolstra in the Heat. I mean, the, the, the trends continue for, for Eric Spolstra when he was underdogs. We took advantage of that uh, earlier on in the series. Of course, now the markets have fully adjusted. I think much like last night where we saw the Nuggets ultimately be able to take care of business and wrap the series up, I'm going to roll with that again. I'll, I'll take the Heat on the money line as well. I expect, obviously, a strong effort from Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics, much like we saw quite the effort from LeBron James last night, but I think they're going to come up short. So I'll go ahead and say we're going to get two sweeps. We're going to get two 4 sweeps in the NBA Western and now Eastern Conference Finals tonight. So, yeah, I just I think the Heat are just a blast to watch, and it's going to set up a pretty competitive NBA Finals where uh, I'll, I, I did take a peek, Chelsea, at uh, the futures market a little bit uh, for the Finals, and I thought it was interesting that as of yesterday, the Miami Heat were still like plus 250 to win the finals, whereas the Nuggets were minus 225 or so, something like that. I'll go ahead and and take a peek at the Miami Heat or Jimmy Butler to win MVP because you can get Jimmy Butler to win MVP at plus 270, plus 280. So I'd rather take my money on on Jimmy if I'm going to bet a finals bet uh, rather than take the Heat in particular. Right, because one could make an argument that Jimmy Butler has been the best closer in the NBA postseason thus far but tough competition against Nikola Jokic who's been absolutely dominant as well he is Alex Gold he is host of uh, the betting show on 610 a.m in Kansas City a BetQL host and find him on Twitter at Alex Gold Alex thanks for stopping by yeah no problem thanks guys for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the BetQL network the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts